Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Woo! It is almost Thanksgiving. We are just days away. Thanksgiving. Is that a song? I don't know. I just made it up. (laughs) You know, my kids had a really good point. The other day, we were walking through the neighborhood, and they were like, Mom... Everyone's taken down their Halloween decorations, and most people haven't put up their Christmas decorations yet. Where are the Thanksgiving mm-hmm, decorations? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, the, I, I mean, I, I don't really think there are. I and, mean. And they were like, this is unfair. Like, this should be a season of continuous decorations. Yeah, yeah. One has gone down. Sure. Like, what? why are there no Thanksgiving why, like, decorations? Or Thanksgiving, just hanging out there. Yeah. Um. So our... Uh, do Leave people it to Brian and things? River. Oh, do they? There put are up like Thanksgiving in, decorations. There are yes, of course. There and there are Thanksgiving inflatables. River and Brian tried to convince me to buy one. I said no because the the period between like when the the Halloween inflatables come down and the Christmas inflatables is not long. It's too short. It's a waste mm-hmm. of money. Our neighbors do have an inflatable turkey, which I find oh. very interesting because they do not decorate at all. And all of a sudden this year. No Halloween. There's never any Halloween decorations. Just Thanksgiving. Just, I like, love it. I love like it. an inflatable turkey in there. Yeah, yard. like choose the one you like best. Go for it all the I way. I love. Then... I literally have tried to divine what their impetus was for this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just mm-hmm. so intrigued. Maybe it's River. Like they I know wanna, she loves an inflatable. Maybe I want to knock on their door and be like, "Yo, guys, what's with the turkey? Like maybe I thought maybe they have people coming. Maybe they're like, we got to spice things Try to up. Impress them. Yeah. It's a, I mean, a big talk on our little road. And by big That's, talk, I mean, like, me and River and Brian have speculated over this turkey funny. for a couple of days. Um, it's funny. Our kids were like, well, where are ours? And I was like, well, we do a thankful turkey every year. What is that? You know, where you, like, make a turkey and then the kids every day put a different feather on for something they're thankful Does for. Does this happen, like, the week of Thanksgiving? Or No, we do. I do it whenever, anytime after Halloween when they're bored and I need an activity. <laughs> we make the thankful turkey and then we put it up and then we put feathers on when we remember, basically. Okay. Um, but then it was funny because the other day, Henry, I could hear him. We both put food. There's two food. Oh, ter- like feathers. only one person can like, be thankful I'm like, for everyone sustenance. can be thankful for food. It's right. fine. And then he's like, and three of us put family. And I'm like, well, <laughs> apparently we're very appreciative of our family, son. That's it's okay. Good. It's okay. That's good, Henry. Um, any, anyway, that's our only Thanksgiving decoration, and it's literally a homemade random thing. I love so. how your Thanksgiving decoration is like this like beautiful tribute to the season. And you know what? Our Thanksgiving, my like the only we have some fall decorations, but our like specific only lonely Thanksgiving um, decoration is like a um, it's like a wine chest shaped <laughs> like a turkey <laughs> or a like, wine chest yeah like a you know like an ice bucket 
that you oh, like, oh, like the body is like, yeah, you put some ice in it and like a wine in it and it's like a turkey. That's, That's it. Mm-hmm. Like when River was like, where are they? Brian was like, we've got this wine. There it thing. is. Here it is right here. <laughs> you could you could have her like, you know, not put ice in it. Could Is it like you could, she could play with it? Like put like blocks or toys I mean, in it? it's like metal and kind of pointy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, she, yes, she could play with it, but also I'm. And, like, what's funny is we're not even here for Thanksgiving this year. So it's, like, literally just, like, hanging out on our, like, dining room table. Um, Actually, I take that back. We did have one other Thanksgiving decoration that was two little turkeys, like a man and a woman turkey. Oh. You know, dressed up. They were kind of cute. They were just, like, random. I don't no idea where we got them. Anyway, but the the male turkey fell to his death this year as I was getting him out. He's on the he's on the table. Like like he'd already been like broken and reglued several times, and then he like I beheaded him accidentally, and I was like, okay, this is it. We're you're you're done here. The chick turkey out. So I put the chick turkey out, and then Bennett the other day, of course, Bennett was like. Oh, yeah. The man died. Henry, the boy died. The boy is gone. No more boys. It's just the women. Just the woman. The woman's here. And I was like, of, of course, yes, yes. It's very good. The, well, the women survived. The men have, have fallen. Have fallen. They're, they're yeah. done so. Um, anyway, so we have this random one turkey. Yeah, I will say this. Like, I love Thanksgiving, but I do get tired of people. Like, everyone's like, what about Thanksgiving? Like, people get so irritated that like Thanksgiving gets overshadowed by Christmas and I just am kind of like so I don't know sorry you don't care. You don't I don't care, care. I yeah. like have zero cares about it um you know it's Gregory's favorite holiday because well and I mean I can understand you know this is a problem it's like once you're an adult you can understand why people enjoy Thanksgiving because there's just very there's you know other than like there's the no cooking, pressure there's just no pressure there's just no pressure. Although I will say I think he's loved it since he was a kid. You know he loves watching football. He loves playing football like yeah. with his cousins. He I'm loves sure eating. growing up. He loves eating. He loves just hanging out. It was a big holiday for his family, uh-huh. and so I think for him it's just like it, there was all you did that day was play with your cousins and watch football right. and eat. Like what sure. could be better? I mean, okay. Christmas is nice because you get some presents, I guess. But if we're just yeah. talking about the superficial things, yeah. then, of course, the meaning of the, these holidays. But um, anyway, yeah. So I don't know. I I I do like it. I do feel like there's a lot of stress with the yeah, you know, with the Christmas surrounding it. No, with Thanksgiving. Oh, with Thanksgiving. Just, well, I don't know. Just. The yeah. meal. Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's kind of funny, and I – sorry, dads. Like, I do feel like when you're the mom, um, you right. are, like, sort of responsible for mm. – I'm I'm. well, I shouldn't say that. I might – we may end up cooking this year. I'm not really sure. Plants have been changing around uh, amongst our family. But um, even when I'm not cooking or, like, we're, like, getting it catered, like, you mm-hmm. still have to, like, organize all of that stuff mm-hmm. and figure everything mm-hmm. out and, like, logistics mm-hmm. and – you know, where are one of people the, gonna sit? Where are people gonna sit? One of the things I do like about you know, I feel like on Christmas, it's always like you wake up the day after Christmas and it's always like, oh, like kind of a letdown. Like you're like, oh, January's coming. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Thanksgiving is kind of like you're like, yeah. all right, and now like we get another one coming around the coming bend. On, coming, yeah. yeah. That's true. So anyway, That's true. uh, I mean, I like Thanksgiving, and I. Maybe some year we will get a inflatable turkey for our yard. Just go I'm gonna, for it. We're going to get one bigger than our neighbors, though. Like, yeah. we're going to uh, make I'll, sure we I'll upstage do them. them. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get a pilgrim. Whoa. Really going for it. Yeah. Well, well this leads nicely into our first episode. It does. Or it, our first article, it does. rather. Yeah. Yeah. So this is How to Honor the Real Story of Thanksgiving with Kids. You know, I had thought about this, but at a more peripheral level than I really hadn't gone too yeah. deep. Um So this talks about how you want your children, of course, to learn um, 
learn from and change the inequality of the past. The Thanksgiving story, though, doesn't necessarily live up to that mission, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it talks about how when we think about the actual real what happened at Thanksgiving, not the you know, kind of glossed over version we mm-hmm. tell our children, it's really not something maybe we want to be teaching them. So how do we handle that? Or we what want do, to teach them the the well, what the, the real correct story. Exactly, is. but it's not something that is going to necessarily jive with their view of correct. Thanksgiving. And it's yeah. going to be a little bit trickier to explain and understand perhaps right. by kids because it's not quite as simple as right. – what we portray it as. Yes. Um, so one of so it gives some advice on kind of what to do. One of the things it says is, look, don't don't stress. You know, as we're as this episode's dropping, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Don't don't. Oh my gosh, what am I going to tell my children mm-hmm. tomorrow? You know, you don't have to have it all figured out like so many things um, by tomorrow. This is something that you can kind of explain to them throughout the year. Uh, no pressure, right? But it gives some tips. Um, one of them, build the foundation for knowing and respecting Native people. Mm-hmm. Um, question history together mm-hmm. and focus on gratitude. So I think the focusing on gratitude is, to me, an easy one, right? We can just kind of focus on what the real meaning of the word Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and, and, and being thankful for things. Um, one of the, Some of the things they suggested for the first uh, build foundation for knowing and respecting Native people, research your area. Look at what, okay. what people are so from I did that this. area. I downloaded this Native Land app because oh, I knew okay. we live in Western North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I knew there were some Native American – there's some Native American history here. And sure enough, we know this just because we've been reporting in this area for a long time. We've been working – the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians sure. here. Mm-hmm. There's a reservation not that mm-hmm. far from Asheville. And um, there's a map, like some good resources. It links you to um, the the Cherokee, uh, like their governmental website. I thought that was kind of yeah, kind of like it never occurred to me. But right. even if you, no matter where you live, like I plugged in a couple of other areas. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania, so I knew that there were some Native American uh, tribes there as well. Like it was just really interesting stuff mm-hmm. I didn't know as mm-hmm. much about. Which mm-hmm. you know, and and I think when you're your kids, like I think River thinks like maps and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff are really cool. Mm-hmm. So I think that is the has the potential to be right a really interesting way to teach them about Native Americans. Yeah. Um, also, uh, look up books by Native authors. Mm-hmm. Outdoor play incorporate some of the things that we might learn from Native Americans into outdoor play. I just thought these were you know it's one of those many things that you just unfortunately don't necessarily always think about until you slow down and say wait a minute what are we telling our kids what are we sharing with them what does this mean um so I thought some really good ideas here if you're looking for some ways to really go a little bit deeper into the the holiday I like this and I think you know with Thanksgiving as the precursor to Christmas like it's not a terrible idea to spend a little bit of time with your kids. And I mean, it sounds like you do a great job of this, Karen, reflecting on what you're thankful for. Just pausing before you hit play on the, you know, the holiday festivities, if you will. Yeah. Which is all yeah. about consumerism, I sort of feel like. Not right. always, true, but true, frequently. True, yeah. 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 So some good advice there, for sure. Mom's the word. This is... um. You know, I am not much of a chef, as my husband and my child uh, will attest to. But um, so, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, Brian and I were talking about, like, like I just, we've talked about this on this show. I hate, it's like Monday, and you're like, what am I going to cook mm-hmm. for dinner this mm-hmm. week? Like, what am I cooking? You know, what am I going to do? So I made a concerted effort to look up some 
we have a one of those like ninja foodie things, but mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. a crock pot. And I was like, what? Now that the weather is getting colder, mm-hmm. like what are some things? So this is, I stumbled upon this recipe, and um, it is a crock pot fire roasted shrimp tacos. It's I will Ooh. link this in the show notes. It's oh my from gosh, this sounds amazing. Cottercrunch.com. I had never. I don't know what that website is, but I do know the recipe, and I literally have made this every week for the past month because it's so easy. the The ingredients are like. Salsa, peppers, onions. The only thing you might not have in your pantry are um, is like canned uh, roasted tomatoes. Everything else, like even the seasonings, are like all stuff you have. Yes, all stuff you have. Um, uh, you throw in some shrimp, and y- you know you cook it for. You can cook it for like on low for two hours, um, or I'm sorry, you can cook it on uh, low for three hours or high on two hours, which to me is like the perfect amount of time because my problem is is like I have some really long days, right? So right. it's like by the time I get home, like you on, don't want like, something that's going to need eight yeah, hours. like I don't yeah. I don't have frequently like on Mon- like Mondays and Tuesdays, for example, or even today, like I don't have eight hours before right. we sit down to eat. So I love this. It literally takes me ten minutes to chop everything, and then you dump it in, and then you dump it in. This is I believe this is gluten free as well, mm. and it's also like you know, well, should I say it's I don't know. Anyway, it's healthy. It's very healthy. I will say this: if you're cooking the recipe, um, I will frequently add sour, like sour cream. I will garnish it, garnish it with sour cream and cheese, which is mm. not in the recipe. I think it makes it tastier. But you know, you have to have to have tortillas because it's a taco. But you don't have to have the tortillas. Right, like sometimes right. I just like Brian and I just plate it and eat it. River will eat the shrimp. She's less interested. Shocker and like. The peppers and the onions and all of that. But anyway, I'm going to link it. It's super, super easy, and it's really good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, this next article comes from CNBC, and this is... Um Gosh, where's my other? Did I did I lose it? Oh no, here it is. Sorry, guys, I'm disorganized. Uh, not the the number one thing thing parents are completely forgetting to teach their kids today. Um, this is according to a parenting expert and mom. So, this uh, this woman runs a charter school, a pretty successful charter school, and she says. Many parents put a lot of focus into teaching their kids about cleaning their rooms, acting responsibly, doing their homework, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing that they are completely forgetting about is how to enjoy life. Um, And she talks about how many happy children grow up to be unhappy adults. And the reason she points to is that because kids kind of get the wrong meaning behind happiness. It's basically Mm -hmm. just what we were talking about earlier is like things and material things Mm -hmm. are what bring you Mm -hmm. happiness. Um, And parents kind of forget to to teach that to their kids. So then when they grow up, they don't have that inner, you know, they haven't been able to like find that happiness with like connections with other people or their, you know, like the inner workings of their life. They basically are like looking, they think things and jobs and money, those are the things that are going to create happiness and they end up, unhappy and I could I mean this made perfect sense to me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah no I really liked this um it talks about how we need to focus on experiences over materials it's funny of course as you I'm sure know we got all of the um holiday gift 
gift catalogs in the mail from Amazon. Thank you for making it a fun activity book for my children. I know. River, we, because we have the same exact one in River. In fact, we got a babysitter on Saturday and I came home and like River and the babysitter were like perusing the Amazon catalog. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh yeah, there's a lot of things in here that, that mm-hmm. River is hoping for from Santa. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'll bet there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got all of them. The kids are looking through all of them. And I was like, you know, guys, there's some things that don't come in a catalog that you could ask for for Christmas. And they were all like, what? Like what? I was like, you know, like, you could ask for, like, a date with Daddy. Oh. You could ask for, like, maybe a trip to Dollywood. You know, you could ask for to visit your cousins. Like, you could ask for experiences. And they were all like, what? We, we just want on what's on page five here. Yeah. Now. Like, let's, yeah. like, we want this to do Barbie thing. Um, but I was at least trying to uh, I think those are, put the nugget great. in your head. And those head are great examples, of, by the way. You know, there's just so much more. But, you know, I think, and and it, it says this a little, or kind of hints at this in this article, you know, the best way for them to learn this is for us to be happy. <laughs> really? I, yes. I mean, you no, know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, to show is- them that... Look, I'm happy spending time with you. I'm happy with our family. I'm happy even cooking dinner. I'm happy in the little things because I feel like if we're showing that to them, we're not showing, you know, we're not saying, oh, I'm happy because I just bought a new dress or whatever. Right. Um, Which is, of course, easier said than done. But I was reading this and thinking that, like, this is one of those things that, yes, we should teach to them. And, yes, it gets overlooked, but it kind of might also get overlooked by us sometimes. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I always say, like, the minutia of life is what will kill you. You know, mm-hmm. just like the everyday mm-hmm. Tuesday afternoon part of life is the hardest part of life. But you're right. Like, those are the moments where we have to rise and, you yeah. know, acknowledge and that we're, yeah. That we Enjoy life. Enjoy life. Um, so I, I think you gave me this next article for a reason. Did I? Yes, but okay. I loved it. Um, my 40s totally changed my relationship with exercise, is the title. Mm-hmm. Um, although, it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. This is um, Scary Mommy, by the way. It is. Um, Isn't it? Did I yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, this woman talks about how when she was in her 20s and her 30s, she always viewed exercise as a chore. Mm-hmm. She hated it. She tried different things. She hated all of them. It was always like, oh, I have to exercise. Blah. You know, never enjoyed it. Um, but then all of a sudden she tried a workout when she, when she turned 40 that was short, intense. I'm, it was, I'm thinking it was one of those like hit exercise yeah. things. Right. Um, and she loved it mm-hmm. and it totally changed everything. Um, and she realized, so she, she just didn't, didn't hate it. She mm-hmm. started doing it every day. She now exercises every single morning for an hour, regardless of whether she's on vacation, whether know, she's traveling. And she said what she realized was she needed to start viewing it as an investment in herself and challenging herself rather than something she just had to get done. Right. Um, or check off your list. Right. I find right. myself sometimes feeling that way about a lot of things, not just exercise. Yeah. So right it's now. funny because I I have kind of been struggling a little bit with exercise lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll glean some nuggets from uh-huh. this. Right. I feel I would almost say the complete opposite. Say more. So I loved working out in my 20s and Mm -hmm. 30s. (laughs) Like, literally the opposite. I feel like I don't love it now because I don't have time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I love running. I love working out. And I enjoyed it when I was younger because I was able to do it 
My problem is I just don't have time to do yeah. it now. I mean, to her point, I think she wakes up before the kids. Um, uh, you know, so I think it's just for me personally a matter of when do I fit it in. But I've always enjoyed exercise. I feel like you have too. No. no? Oh, you I don't? I hated exercising oh. in my 20s. Mm. I've always loved it. By the time it. I hit my 30s, I really um, hated it or really liked no, it. No, I really I liked it. Uh, in my 20s, you know what the problem was is like, I just didn't value exercise. I just didn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't value it. Like I didn't see a. Po- I didn't see like mm-hmm. a point to it. To mm-hmm. be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I will admit that some, like, even though I am a fairly prolific exerciser. Uh, yes, I would say. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. um, I still find times where I'm like, God, I do not want to go to the gym today. But um, I, some, I, so, you know, especially on my schedule, like, I have this mantra that, like, if I waited until I felt like going to the gym mm-hmm. or working never out. Go. I would never go. Mm-hmm. So I just go. And I, I also think I love, I've, you and I have talked a little bit, I love my gym. Like I mm-hmm. have been going to the same gym for about 10 years um, and it's just, it's like a small gym and I know all the people and they mm-hmm. know all me. And like, I think that has really, like once I'm there, I'm always like, oh my God, I love these people and I want to like, it's like a social hour for me as well. Um, but I sometimes will use, like, I'll remember, like, I got up at 2 in the morning and I got five hours of sleep and I, like, could go to the gym. So, like, you can do other hard things. Like, mm-hmm, I sort of use mm-hmm. it as, like. You can my, do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, like, use it as, like, proof of my, like, resilience, if you mm-hmm, will. Like, if there's mm-hmm. other things in my life that I'm, like, this is just too hard, I think to myself, what? No. Like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have done other hard things. Like, right. you can you can physically, like, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I do – there's nothing better than, like, a good workout. I mean, I really yeah. do think that it is, like – I don't want to say, like, it cures all things, but it really is good for my mental mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. I really do – I really do think that exercise and fitness, um, like, you know, it's important. Like, and I – And no matter what you do, like, I feel like, you know, you can go for a walk. Absolutely. You can just go outside yeah. and move your body in some way. The only – my other mantra is, like, the only bad workout is, like, the workout that didn't happen. happen. yeah. So, like, even if I just get in 20 minutes, I think that's better than no 20 minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I do feel – I do think there are some people who hate exercise, mm-hmm. like, hate it. Like, mm-hmm. have to really mm-hmm. do like it as a chore. And I, like, I kind of feel bad for them because I think it really sucks because exercise is, like, important for your life. And I think it really sucks if you don't right. enjoy it. Right. If you have to force yourself to do it. Well, speaking of which, I did not exercise. I have not exercised in a week and a half. Okay. Which leads me to my win. Win of the week. Even though that's a fail. Um, we have finally, I'm going to knock on wood, after a week and a half, I think, survived the stomach, uh-huh. stomach bug uh-huh. and come out on the other end. I it's think, been a rough I think, couple of days I for think you. We, I think we somehow beat it. Okay. I will tell you though, my friends, I I w- some of us in my family got it twice. Like does that mean like you recovered for a day or two and then got it again? Uh-huh. Oh god. Uh-huh. Gregory had it twice, Sam had it twice. I mean, there there has been so much uh, so much throwing up in my house mm, in the I'm last sorry. couple of weeks. Um but it was it was really one of those where I was like, I don't know that we're going to get through this. Like yeah. I was like, is this is this the end for us? Yeah, like, is this yeah. our downfall? Yeah. Are we ever going to have a day where someone does not throw up? It was literally a different kid would fall every single night. And there got to a point where I was like, hmm, it's now been 
six nights and every night somebody else has woken me up vomiting. Yeah. Uh, Literally. I hate, I hate that for you. It was it was not good. But the moral of the story is we survived. Somehow, somehow the germs, the terrible germs have have now left our home, I believe, and hope to never I hope they never return. Mm. I mean, they will for sure return, but you hope not for I a hope not that time. one. I don't know if it was just a vicious version of it. Well, I think it's because there's so many people in your there's house. There's so many people in our house. I think and, that's, like, the problem. And everyone kept being like, are you separating? And no. How do you separate? How do you separate? Well, like, all of the children climb all over each other. All of the children climb all yeah. over me and Gregory. Like, there's no there's no separating. Yeah. There's not. There's not. It's just not happening. I mean, I don't know how many Clorox wipes we've used, how many times I've just disinfected and cleaned the whole house to no avail. We just kept getting it over and over again. Um, but if you are in the midst of this, because I do feel like it is it is sixth season, yeah, have no advice? fear. Eventually, you just have to wait it out, and eventually yeah. it will I feel for leave. you. I do. We all had the stomach bug in the spring, and it was like... Oh, it's just not And some fun. of us were sicker than others. Like, that was also the problem. Like, River yes. got it and, like, bounced back. Like, 12 mm-hmm. hours, she was like, what's up? But... I mean, Brian and I were like different, and it's pro- then you know River had recovered, and we were like dying. dying but yeah. she was like, "Hey, what are, like what's, go, what are we doing?" Yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting. Elevate threw up, I think once or twice, and then was took a long nap and was fine. Yeah, Henry threw up all day, probably threw up twenty times. Yeah, so you just never know. Oh, God. And it's the worst with the kids, and they're you know you just feel so bad for them, especially yeah. Sam. He can't tell me, and he just well. Randomly... I was gonna say I think the worst with the kids is is like kids can't be like I'm gonna throw up and go to the toilet or hit a bucket. Like I right. feel like kids. Well, are just our, like... our big three can, but Sam of course cannot. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, not Let's to be not to be note. TMI, not to be yeah. TMI as you prepare your Thanksgiving meal, but just just my main win is that. <laughs> It will come to an end, my friend, if you are dealing with some, some you sickness got this. in your house. You, you got can get this. through it. It may not be pretty, but it will come to an end. And my other win is let them watch all the TV. Oh. All the TV. I like it. I just was like, you know what? I'm trying to work from home. Everybody's sick. Whatever like you want to watch, watch it. Do it. Get all your screen time in, folks. Like it. Yeah. All right. Hope you stay healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> on that note. Don't get any stomach bugs. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.